Hey guys, happy Monday. Happy Monday, TJ. Nick, we got a big announcement. You have a big, big announcement. announcement today. Big announcement. Stay tuned for that. We uh, we talk about that. We talk about The Last Dance, which aired uh, final two episodes last night on Michael Jordan. And uh, then we got into sports documentaries and what other sports athlete teams we like to see uh, ESPN or a network do a documentary surrounding. So we gave our thoughts on that. What else did we talk about? Our weekends, I guess. I went to the winery. Yeah, Nick went, went to the, the winery. winery for the first time. Yep. Had a wine that had some lovely legs on it. You know, <laughs> wine was delicious. Nice, nice cab Sauvignon. Mm. I'm a wine expert now. So tune in for that. Yeah. So check it all out. And again, you can follow us everywhere at Brews BOTB. Guys, enjoy your Monday. We'll see you on Friday. Enjoy the show. Well, hello. Listening to Bruise on the Balcony with TJ Weber. So I got to show my boobs. And Nick Yale. Hey there, Big Daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Hey guys, happy Monday out there. Happy Monday, TJ. What is going on, dude? What's up, Nick? How are you, sir? Oh, delightful! Just had a lovely weekend at the winery. It yep. was uh, it was a good time. Yeah, we'll have to get good, to that. Good time. We'll have to good get to time. that. We uh, we got some some stuff to discuss. Uh, I think we kind of for people that are close to the show or close to Nick. I think some people know what this uh, announcement is. We'll kind of tease it for a second before we get some more people in here, but. Uh, we got some news. Nick has some news that he'll uh, kind of break down here in a second. Uh, exciting. Exciting news. Very exciting stuff. So I'll let Nick kind of divulge that here in a second. Uh, but, guys, you can get involved. You can always call in 314-877-8597 on our voicemail inbox line. You can uh, always send us a text on that same number, 314-877-8597. Here on Monday morning, uh, Nick. Let's go ahead real quick. Let, let's talk about the winery. How was it? Uh, how much wine did you have? Oh well, the winery was great. You know, we we enjoyed a uh, a nice uh, bottle of 2017 Cab TJ, and uh, we 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 shared that uh, my first bottle of wine ever, I've ever I've ever drank. It was quite tasty, um, and. It was nice out, so we didn't we didn't have a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of rain for the day, so that was good. We went to I forget what the winery was called, Defiance Ridge. I yeah, think was the yeah. winery. We love Defiance, sure. So I went to Defiance Ridge, checked that out, and had a good time. And then we also went to I forget what the other one was. Um, what the other winery that we went to? They're all like right out there in around in winery country. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know there were so many wineries out there. And uh, like right outside Chesterfield, right outside Pacific in that, in that little area there, a bunch of wineries out there. So took a little bus out there with some friends for one of our other friends' birthdays, um, enjoyed it, had a good time, and then also had a bonfire with, with, with some, uh, some of the other boys, socially distanced, because Rocco and, Rocco and Victoria both came into town from Chicago, and uh, they asked the wedding party. So I am officially in the wedding. So that that's exciting. Congratulations, Nick. I'm I'm in the wedding. They said they were joking because they said they were listening to the podcast. I guess whenever 
we were talking about it right after their engagement and they said i was like i better be in that fucking wedding and they're like oh i guess nick's got to be in the wedding now <laughs> so it's it's kind of like whenever you're out and about and you see somebody that you know is getting married and it's like you know a, a good friend not like a best friend type thing i know you're good friends with them I'm, this is different but when you're out and about and you're like hey yeah i heard you guys getting married that's awesome like as in like yeah, i haven't so... got my invitation yet and then they're <laughs> right. like Oh yeah, by the way, do you want to come? It's like, you know, kind of like a oh, this is awkward. You're like you're like you're at you're an afterthought. No, so so that's exciting. It's a quite a big wedding party. 10 people on each side. 10 guys, 10 girls. So, it should be a fun time. Uh looking forward to it. Hopefully, uh COVID-19 doesn't doesn't postpone anything. Your wedding's not till Oh man, I turned the Wi-Fi off. I knew I Especially did. Right now, that are having to push back, kind of push back their weddings and stuff, uh, due to the this global pandemic. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was I was curious, uh, you know how how that was going to go down. I got some weddings from my buddies that got canceled, moved back, and everything else. So it's been uh, it's been a time. It's been interesting for sure. So what uh what did you do with your weekend? Not much, man. We uh, we hung out. We actually went over to Big Web's uh, little little place over there on Friday. Had some some beers on the patio. Beers, some That's, beers. That seems to be the place to go now. He's got the new crib. He's got uh, the patios in the back and in the front, and uh, it's good old time. So we enjoyed ourselves on Friday. Uh, Saturday went over and had a little game night with some friends in Coil, and then Sunday just did absolutely nothing. So it was a good weekend. Not bad. Are you excited that uh, we are almost, or that I guess today we're officially can quarantine's not over over but uh things here at least in st louis are starting to get back to normal are you going to go to a restaurant anytime soon are you going to go to uh, go out go out to eat anywhere anytime soon yeah probably i don't know where we're gonna go we've gotten a lot of local places anyway with uh carry out so i mean it's it's been okay i i want to go out somewhere and you know sit on a patio but otherwise we've been eating what we want to eat pretty much um, just getting the uh, getting all the old takeout. Yeah, but I really haven't left the area of Fenton and South County. You know, I'd like to get back to the Hill and some other yeah, those other great establishments. You know, of course, yeah, of course, good so, stuff, good stuff. Wow. Uh, let us know where you guys are going because today, what is the official word? I guess St. Louis County is opening up. Uh, they are. They're doing. They're on Facebook Live right now. So I think everybody's ever watching their Facebook Live over ours. <laughs> you know, we're we're competing. We're competing. It's okay. Both, it's a recorded show too. This is a recorded show as well, so we'll be fine. That's true. That is true. It is recorded show. Yeah, maybe so we should to... we should say the big announcement for Friday. That's okay though. It's all good. Yeah. Nah. It, it's good. We'll we can do it today. Okay. Well, Nick, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and get into this. So we wanted to tease this more. We we didn't. We should have posted something about it. Um. You know, the last few days, I guess this has been quote unquote official. I guess for about a week no two yeah. weeks or so um it's been hard not to talk about it because it's a big change uh i will not say anymore i'll kind of let you explain what's going on and uh, let the audience know what the big announcement today is yeah so for people that didn't already know one of our clients that we've been working with is a is a for a betting company and so i flew down to the pro bowl in january and was talking to some investors down there and networking, doing some different things. And part of the process when we were down there, you know, we were going to talk to different people, bounce ideas off each other. And one of the guys we had on last week, Trent, is uh, 
has an app that's designed for social media sports better. So, so social media platform essentially for sports betting book at sports is the app probably seen me post about it, probably seen us doing some things with it. Um, so we, me and Trent have been talking back and forth and he has recently gotten some big investments from, uh, some invest from, from some investment groups and also some other interests from high level executives and, and, uh, networks, DraftKings, you know, FanDuel, there, there's some other interest in, in what he's doing with this, uh, sports betting app. And so he's gotten some investments and part of what he got was a, uh, accepted to an accelerator program out in Reno, Nevada for August through November. So through pretty much the end of the year. And so in doing, in doing that, he asked me, we had some conversations if I wanted, I've wanted to go out there with them. So we made, we worked it out and I'm going to eventually uh, move out to Reno at the end of July, Reno, Nevada to do, to be a part of this accelerator program with him and help launch book at sports, which launches week one of the NFL football season. So still going to be doing bruise in the balcony. Everything's going to still be the same as, as much as it can be with me being remote from Reno, Nevada. And then after that, likely going to move to either Las Vegas or, you know, Las Vegas seems like the most sense when you talk about sports gambling, but there are other options depending on how much uh, of investment that we get for, you know, for the app and, and when it launches and that kind of thing. So it's going to be a pretty cool experience to be able to go out there, um, move to a new town, something I've kind of wanted to do for a while now, even with doing the podcast still, obviously I, I love St. Louis and, and everybody that's here, all my friends and family that are here, but also do want to see how, you know, live in a different city. I've been in Missouri my whole life. So I haven't really experienced what it's like to live in, a, in another city before. So definitely excited about that. Um, but we'll definitely be commuting quite a bit back and forth. Um, obviously going to be home for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Uh, and then, you know, who knows what 2021 holds, but for the time being, going to relocate out there. And like I said, we're still going to be doing brews live every Monday, Friday, like we are. Um, Webrio Media is still going on. We're, we're working on those logistics on how everything's going to continue to work. So everything should be pretty, pretty normal as much as it can be uh, with me being in a different town. But it's a good opportunity for, for me, for us, for, for brews uh, to kind of expand, getting a little bit more involved in the betting space and the betting platform and uh book at sports is going to be a something that people are going to want to be a part of i can tell you right now just from the interest level that we have been talking to when we've talked to investors at the pro bowl when we've talked to people you know from the nfl from when we talked with people gamblers uh there's high 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 level interest around not only this app book at sports but sports betting in general People are figuring out, trying to figure out how they can get involved, what they can do to start their own company. And there's a lot of, a lot of people in the space and, and we've been kind of doing it for about a little over a year now, uh, with the, with the companies that we've been talking to and running. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because especially right now in quarantine without, uh, without any sports right now, uh, if you're a, if you're eyeing the stock market, now is the time to buy into sports betting companies like William Hill, Caesars, you saw what happened with Barstool and Penn National. And it's only going to continue further, and it's really going to explode. Come NFL season, once this quarantine stuff is all kind of over, and, and COVID nineteen gets its uh, gets, we get our shit together with it, and kind of get it contained to a point where people can bring sports back, get back into sports venues. Uh, this thing is going to pop off uh, pretty big. So there's legislation in a lot of different states across the country that are. 
developing their sports betting uh, legislation to get sports betting legalized across the country. It's federal, it's legal federally, and now it's state by state. So, and again, you're seeing a lot of what's happening with FanDuel, DraftKings, you know, partnering with MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, having all these sports betting companies now being affiliated with sports leagues. Some of that red tape is being removed and they're really trying to focus on the fan engagement aspect and that's where sports betting is going to come into play and so it should be a should be a cool thing should be a fun thing excited about it uh ready to get rolling with it uh but like i said i'll be here till the end of july so plenty of time to uh to celebrate to party to do things before i leave i know i know joe is going to be super upset that i'm going to be, <laughs> be gone now your best buddy um but uh, but Tyler says, good luck missing at the football show. Yes, sir. I'll still be doing the football show. Probably going to be live from Las Vegas for the football show. Uh, the football show will continue on with Zook, Big Web, and TJ. And then, like I said, I'm only four hours from Vegas up there in Reno where I'll be at. And so going to be probably down in Vegas frequently. And so potentially going to be doing – the show can work out with some guys. And we got our buddy Sam out there at Bleacher Report at Caesars. We got a couple other guys that we know out there. Um, some of our pro guys are based out of there. So we're going to be doing definitely a lot of stuff content-wise coming from Las Vegas uh, for the future for sports betting as well as for brews. So bets on the balcony, looking to expand that. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be good. We're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big announcement. Nick is moving to Reno. Um as, as Nick said, too, I mean, it's just a great opportunity for him, you know, being able to kind of get in the sports gambling community and the way it's growing. And he, we had Trent on, I guess, two weeks ago, and he kind of yeah. heard what he's all about. He's pretty straightforward guy, really good idea. And this kind of gives Nick an opportunity to go see what happens with this startup. And I, I mean, I 100% know it's going to hit because it's just a, it's a great idea. Um, yeah. So, I mean, regardless... Nick will be, you know, in Reno for at least four months, uh, but I guess expecting that it could be longer, whether it's in Reno, whether it's in California, yep. whether it's in Vegas. Um, you know, that's I, I'm excited. I mean, right when he told me, I'm I'm pumped up for him because number one, I mean, like we're doing now, I knew this was possible to keep this going. This isn't the first thought. I mean, we love doing the podcast, but the first thing you got to think of is it's just a great opportunity. You know, I would tell him to go do it. And then we talked about brews and how it affected it and, um, you know, not being live and not having that aspect of doing a ton of video content, which we've been sort of slacking on lately besides the live show. But it, it, it gives, you know, Nick an opportunity to go out there, see what happens with this thing and really take it to the next level. And on the top of it, it doesn't change the show at all. We can still record via Zoom. Via Zoom, it still sounds 100% real. It's 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 the same thing that's been happening with the live shows. He's at his house, I'm at my house. It's the exact same thing that's going to happen. So um, it's going to be neat, too, because with Weber Yell Media, the same stuff, we're doing all our video content, our video production stuff. He can still do that out there. Even if he gets this gig going on, I can run things in St. Louis. So, again, even though we talk, we're talking like we're a big deal or a small-time thing, I know there are people out there that care about what we do sort of and where we're going and uh you know so it's a big move it's a big move so uh nick i'm pumped up for you man it should be a lot of yeah, fun yeah thank you it's gonna be fun like i said joe, joe jumps in and said i would be ex would have expected a phone call to let me know i should have been the first person to know however congratulations <laughs> yeah yeah J 
Joe, Joe, Joe's on the bottom of my call list. He, 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 he's, he's like number 12. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like number 15. Maybe I'll move up Tali's rankings though. I'll, so I'm, I'm, you know, taking a chance to expand. Oh, you think he's going to feel bad and just be like, oh, well, Nick's moving. Yeah, so like I got to put him number, number one, one now. Yeah. Number one. Just give me the number one spot. That's I'm, the one I'm, thing. I'm asking for. I don't know if people are going to think, you know, seeing this, the first thing is like, is this the end of of this show? Oh, like, yeah. I not know, that yeah. It, it matters at, at this moment, but it's we have been going for over two years now. So it's it's something that you would think about. But no, I mean, that's that's the great thing about technology. It's. It's not like a radio show anymore, which radio shows you can still do the same thing. But right. podcasting, man, if you have an internet connection, anything's possible. We've been doing this in quarantine live show with both of us at our own homes via Zoom for two months already, and it's it hasn't really skipped a beat. So well, I mean, and like and like Big T mentioned to me the other day, he said you know, almost all of his podcasts that he listens to, no one is in the same city when they do it, and I think it was. Uh, Betsy that was saying when we were over at your dad's house the other day she was saying like are you guys still gonna do the podcast like if you're not in the same place I'm like we haven't been in the same place for three months like for real though oh really like I had no idea and I I was like yeah I mean if you're listening to this podcast obviously you can if you're watching on Facebook live you can see that we're not in the same place but if you listen to the podcast later on you would have no you'd have no idea if I'm halfway around the world or in in the room with TJ, right. which is, which is good. That's, that's the, that's the key. And even if it were, you know, shittier quality, like we would still, we would still do it just cause I'm leaving, you know, priority is still on Bruce in the balcony, you know, obviously got to get paid, make pay the bills, but uh, we're, we're, we're still going to make it work. And like I said, hopefully it'll be even adding more, not taking away less. So, you know, Zook can get more involved, uh, with, with you and doing the football show and, and helping out in my absence for some of the video stuff. But then also I plan on trying to do some stuff from Vegas and seeing what we can do to expand brews, expand bets on the balcony since that's where most of our focus will, my focus will be now Yeah, for on sure. the sports betting stuff. So definitely exciting to see where it, where it goes. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, we wanted to let the audience know, so they were aware. So it wasn't like a, out of left field that, oh, yeah, Nick's moving to Reno. And when it's like, oh, the way, you know? Yeah, yeah. So even though we say big announcement, it's, it's you know, we, we know who we are. We know we're continuing to grow. We're a small-time podcast. But I know there's a lot of people out there that care about what happens with this thing, what happens with Nick, what happens with me. And uh, we got to keep you updated. That's what we're going to do. It's it's behind-the-scenes stuff. And, um, Behind-the-scenes you know, stuff. It's a big story because it is, it is a change. I mean, especially for you going somewhere you're not used to, you know, leaving St. Louis, which you've been hey man, here I'm not going to be friends. I mean, you got, you got Trent. You got Trent. You got Reno. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Four months for sure. And then, I mean, caller Joe, I'm sure he'll call you every other every other day to check in on you. Probably. So. Like I said, the, the amount of people that have already started booking trips to go out there is, is crazy. Everybody's like, oh, we got somebody to go to Vegas. And now I'm like, yeah, man, like, come yep. out whenever you want. Like, we'll pretty much be out there all the fucking time. I just got the committee's votes back. We have breaking news from Tali. On oh, was he doing side. a top five live today? For a top, top five, five BOTB host? Top five, top five BOTB host live. Live and in studio. Just put TJ down at four. <laughs> <laughs> but but TJ have five. You know, if he was a real real you know ranker though, if he was a guy that doesn't change his game under pressure, he would still put you at fucking five. If he yeah. was a true true gentleman 
And a guy that you respect when you get his rankings, like Joe Lenardi oh. when he comes out with bracketology, he better put you back at five where you belong. This this is this is me picking up and, and moving all my shit out there to 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 try to expand the, the podcast, expand the brand. So I'm I'm sacrificing leaving St. Louis to uh to really expand and take it to the next level. That's, That's right. what we're trying to do. Yeah. Trying to take take to the next trying to level up. Kendall's gotta be five. She hasn't done shit lately. <laughs> Let's see if they do a top five here in a second. Uh, but, we're uh, waiting, anxiously waiting the, uh, the the top five approach. I, t- I tell you what, look forward to some uh, some good content on on Bras this week. We should stream. That's what we should do. We should we talked about streaming stuff. We should stream cookout or not cookout. Uh, overcooked. overcooked. Yeah. Overcooked. That video. That was, that's good. That was some high quality content. Yes. There we go. The rankings are in. The rankings are in. The rankings are in. All right. I'll read them. I'll read them. Uh, all right. Oh. Nick Tolley has just put I'm, out I'm his. Take, I'm taking a picture of this and saving this sucker. His top five uh, host rankings. Now, I'm going to, before I read this, I'm going to say I'm, he's I'm under the influence. This. He's emotional. He I found out Nick is moving. Right now. He, he's going to be coming out with some bullshit here. I think he's not thinking with his head. He's thinking with his heart here. It's, it's, it, I think this is I a lot of say, bullshit. I thought, you, I thought you were going to say he's thinking with his dick. No, but. I didn't say that. So starting at five, uh, there must be a typo. You got me. Um, it said acting, must be. acting like he tore an ACL when he just rolled his ankle. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to ever live that one down. I'm sorry. Between wearing your wife's underwear and tripping over a twig in the ground, you you had a bad week last week. It wasn't all in one week. This is like a span of like three years I was talking about. You had a bad week okay. last week. Okay, I did not act like I tore my ACL. Couldn't put pressure on it. So whatever, I'll take five. You're, you're, you're upset Nick's leaving. I get it. You're emotional. You're not thinking straight. Okay, I'll be at five. Uh, Kendall's at four. Says, still haven't seen her flip cup challenge. Yeah, that's been overdue. But, I mean, she probably got, like, what, a minute? So who cares? Um, Laura got three. No explanation. She's just three. Uh, Nick has really worked hard to earn a move up the rankings. (laughs) That is the most generic bullshit comment ever. Nick is number two. It says, quote, has really worked hard to earn a move up in the rankings. What, because he's moving? It's only uh, that, it's the only reason that you're on your number two. Like he feels sorry that you're leaving. He's sad you're leaving St. Louis, so you all of a sudden get number two. It's bullshit. It's terrible. Love to see it. Uh number one is Zook. He got all ten first place votes, uh first round votes, says awesome work with all the NFL draft coverage. Yeah, but okay, I love Zook, but my God, that's been four weeks ago. Come on, Tolly. <laughs> Don't give the guy fucking. I mean, I love Zook, but my God, I know, I know. I, draft coverage I, I, in September. Hey, Zook, great job on the draft coverage. Great job, buddy. Great job. <laughs> I tell you what, that's uh, that. I, I think those rankings are a plus, a plus. Yeah, I don't know. A plus. I just tweeted out the, our, our our rankings. Did love you? To see Fantastic. It. I'm glad you did. I forgot to tag Tolly though. I should get demoted for that. That's okay. Well. Yeah, tweet. That's uh, that's the big announcement today, guys, for uh, for Nick, in regards to what he's doing, you know, with with uh, his career, where he's taking it. It should be uh, pretty exciting, man. I mean, like I said, there's there's not really a risk with you with this. It's a great no. opportunity. It's a new city. You've been talking about it too for a while. You said, you know, I think this yeah, is like a year ago. You di- said, can we've we still? Discussed it. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. That's what I knew when it could be could be on the radar. Could be. Could be a possibility, you know. We've we've talked about it, but uh, you know we've discussed it. This is not a surprise. We've we've talked about what we would do in case something like this did happen. So 
we uh now that it has happened we're prepared for it well we will be prepared for it and i uh, will keep it keep things rolling keep things rolling here on bruise when we get the setup we'll move the whole setup out there build out the studio since we're building out another studio there anyways or uh for, for book it so we'll build out a little podcast studio and we'll make it make it real nice real nice, real nice that's like, like oh so i built you the desk and now you're moving i'm like yeah well tj can still enjoy i'll it. take it gonna, you know i'll use it every once in a while i guess i'm gonna, you know? I'm gonna move the desk out the arena no, that desk is not moving <laughs> i don't think that desk moves at all that desk is that desk when you, if you guys ever sell that house house the desk, desk will stay here whenever we move desk, desk like, has to stay there for sure like no, we will so have like big t make another one in the next place that's, that's how that's <laughs> how shitty it would be to move this thing out yeah, yeah no, congratulations will, uh, whoever moves here in 10 to 15 years you get a you get a very nice fancy desk with with iPhone chargers. You love to in, see it. Built in built in iPhone chargers on on the on the table. What do you call those? Table chargers. Sure. Yeah. Table chargers. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So there you go. That's uh that's a big announcement. Nick moving to Reno uh, again, as he mentioned, to kind of wrap it up. Uh, Bruce doesn't change. Nothing's changing with the show. Uh, we'll we'll not have Nick around here though, so we won't have any. Video content with us together as far as in the same, you know, camera angle. I mean, obviously you want to see sure. me anyway. So, uh, but it'd be good. It'd be good because you have Nick out there getting stuff in Reno, kind of following his whole journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's exciting, man. Cause it's, it's a lot of also unknown, but it's, it's a lot of expectations about where it can go. And, um, you know, this is shit that could be really cool. You talk to me about possibilities. So many- and if it crashes and burns, then I'll come back. But it's like you don't lose anything. Like fuck it, man. Like go go True. for it. You know that's exactly. that's that's what you do when you're in your in your twenties and you're not married. Seriously, you go uh, go for shit. Like why not? So hashtag go for shit. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> hashtag go for shit. Wonder if that's go actually, for shit. Wonder if that's trademarked. I wonder. Go go for shit. Like a gopher's taking a shit. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. So you can put them together uh, really quick. Uh, yeah. That on Sheen. So. Joe says number five on the list, but number one in your heart, TJ. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Shit. I know he's got my wow. back, man. That's team wow. TJ all day. Joe. So, Joe's uh, always simping for TJ. <laughs> always simping for TJ. Uh. So, yeah, Nick, there, there you go. I don't know what else you wanted to talk about. I was going to kind of just kind of plan to talk about that. I know you didn't watch The Last Dance yesterday, so I was kind of just going with the the big news. So we can yeah, make it a big, short show or news. whatever else what, you got. What what'd you think of The Last Dance last night? I watched uh, yesterday I watched episode 7 and 8. I watched 9 and 10 today. Uh like I've been a little bit behind because we're actually doing today uh part of one of the things that we're doing, not this move with this company, but the other another company that we're current that we're project managing for is we're having all the bulls on the last dance after the last dance. So we're doing an interview with, uh, I think three of them, Bill Cartwright, um, Horace Grant, and uh, I forget who the other one is. Greg, Greg Cartwright, Horace Grant, and then one other one um, the, that I can't. Craig, uh, Craig Hodges, that's who it is. Yeah. And so we're having those three guys on to talk about Michael Jordan, um, pre-produced show for another company not for not for us we're not doing it on here but we're having those guys on and talk about the bulls last dance so it's isn't harper on there too do you say harper uh harper is a 50 50 at this point okay. might be it might be a last minute last minute thing um nonetheless though it should be kind of exciting to hear about their stories about the last dance how they thought they were portrayed what they thought of the documentary as a whole but what were your takeaways after episode nine and 10 of the last dance. Uh, I was 
pleasantly surprised at how good it was because I, I expected it to be good, but when you have high expectations going into a documentary, especially a 10-part documentary about arguably the greatest athlete in the history of any sport, you know, I, I expected it to be great, and it was. It was better than I thought it would be because I'm a big fan of the way they go from present time, quote-unquote present time, like the main story was 1998, but they right. flash back to Jordan's childhood in one episode, went back to 98, flash back to high school, back to 98, back to college. So they did that back and forth, which was neat because they took you through the 98 season, which they called The Last Dance, anybody that hasn't seen it. And I just I was a really big fan of how they went about it. I think Jordan yeah. was good. Some people were saying they were they were kind of criticizing on social media, and, and you're going to get that, about how Michael was kind of, you know, taking down some of these athletes saying, oh, you know, how how bad I was. Like, oh, they pissed me off, so I had to wreck them. Like, kind of just put them in, in a body bag for no reason, pretty much. So, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it's- just kind of like, why did he have to do that? But it, it was his production. So, like, you know, I, I could see where he was going to do that. And it was it worked because your whole idea of the documentary to see how great Michael was, and I would say he's cocky, which is fine. If you're the best player in the world and the best player of all time, you can be cocky. Like that's you can back it up. So he was a big time trash talker. He was getting people's faces. A lot of his teammates, Steve Kerr even said it a ton during the documentary, thought he was an absolute dickhead while they were on the team with him because he was so right. competitive. So you know, take it as you want. I like Michael more than I did before. I I didn't know shit about him. I knew who he was. Michael Jordan, six NBA championships, Chicago Bulls, him and Pippen, blah, blah, blah. I knew that because you don't live, you know, under a rock. But being my age, when they won their final one in 98, I was four. So that puts in perspective, I'd never got to watch Michael Jordan. Nick, you never got to watch Michael Jordan. So this is like a neat way to see the behind the scenes. Besides us just hearing about him and seeing Space Jam, that's all we had, and now we got to see kind of peek behind the curtain. And he was he was the most this is the most competitive dude I think I've ever seen. Just the way he would make up stories about oh you know, yeah somebody to piss him off, even if there wasn't a story or wasn't an edge, he would create something to do it. Right, something that happened five, six, seven years ago. Like if someone gave him a weird look, he would take that turn it into fucking pissed off energy and, and kick the shit out of somebody in a playoff series. It's wild. But it was good. I was very happy with the way it flowed. It was really, really, really good. So Obviously, there's all the, uh, the, the LeBron fans out there that are still going and trying to do the, uh, the, the back and forth, who's better, Michael or LeBron. They obviously have different, uh, different edges in their gameplay and, and that kind of thing. But I think the one thing that, that we saw more – more so than anything else in this documentary was Michael Jordan's competitiveness. And like you said, how he would just make up random shit to, to become a better competitor. And yeah, he might be running his teammates into the ground in practice, but it all stemmed from being a comp- competitor uh, at heart. Like when he said about his gambling, quote unquote, gambling problems that he didn't have a gambling problem. He had a competition problem. He right. just likes to compete in every everything on the court off the court and so that was i think the most revealing thing that maybe not everybody knew about him especially us who didn't ever get to watch him play you know we were too too young only five or six uh in the late 90s when they went on their second title run but so it's cool to see those behind the scenes stuff and i think on wednesday they're doing a full game six uh 
NBA Finals uh, movie about that game and, and behind the scenes from that game, never before seen footage. So, because I'm sure they had a ton of footage for the documentary, 10 part series, 10 hours that they didn't even use. So, there's probably a lot of good footage there. So, interesting to see uh, and, and maybe watch that on, on Wednesday. What is, because this is a debate now that the documentary is over, that the 10 part series is over. What, who is another athlete that you, would want to see a 10 part series on a lot of people have said tiger woods but but what do you think yeah i i tell you what i was just gonna say i think this opened up the door for more of these things to happen because of how good it did now i know it's coronavirus and everybody's in quarantine i that may have helped the numbers but let's be honest when this was announced i think it was early 2019 that it was coming out in 2020 it was supposed to be out when august or June, did they say? June, I think, yeah. Originally, and then they moved it up. Um, I was I was pumped up about it. I know people that definitely watched Michael in the first place were pumped up about it. So I think it lived up to expectations enough that like now it's the question of who's next. Like ESPN did such a good job. It's like, all right, what's next? What are you doing? And I know they have a couple right. things planned with like the McGuire Sosa home run chase and everything. As far as like single athletes. I saw this on Twitter, kind of watching it. People were saying Kobe. I think that's a really good one, um, especially everything that happened now. It's fresh. It would right. take a while. The thing is, though, you won't get that same feel that you did with the Michael one because you obviously can't have Kobe there to talk about everything in present time. You have a lot of old interviews, and you would have to have people kind of talking about him, um, but it, you could still do it for sure and make it really good. I would say, if for my own personal one, I think the fact that he signed with the Angels kind of ruined how good the documentary would have been if he stayed with the Cardinals. But Albert Pujols, I would love to right. see one on Albert Pujols as a Cardinal fan. Um, I don't know. I don't think ESPN will ever do that because you know he did so many great things for the 10, 11, 12 years he was here. But then when he went to LA, I mean, he kind of fell off. So I don't know if that'll really. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's a, enough to yeah. make a documentary on him. So, um, yeah. I thought Tiger was good, too. I would watch the Tiger one. I would watch pretty much any any of them that ESPN does because of how good they did on this one. I think with the with, with the Michael one, why it was so good, though, is because they had all that behind-the-scenes footage. They had those cameras following him yeah. 24-7. Tiger's more private. He doesn't necessarily have all of that. He has on-the-field or on-the-course performances, and you can obviously still make a great you can still make a great documentary with with footage from the games and then talking different people and, and different stories and the like. But outside of Tiger, I, I'm trying to think if there's any other single individual that can they, they can do a documentary to the length that they did Michael's on. Tom Brady, I heard, would be really good. Tom Brady, yeah, the Patriots dynasty. Because NFL Films has a shit ton of behind-the-scenes stuff. So that would be yeah. – they could do a, a really good one on – they could do one on Brady or the the whole dynasty run yeah, for the Patriots. Right. That, that, that could that be would, really would be cool. Um, yeah. I, I would be all about that. that, that would I'm sure be, they'll do something with LeBron at some point uh, after his career is over. You said you mentioned Kobe. Derek Jeter, I think, had a, an interesting career, too, with the Yankees, having a long career like that where, you're again, you're with one team. I think that's what made Michael's documentary special in a sense, too, is because, you know, a lot of these guys nowadays, Kevin Durant especially is the one that comes to mind, but but guys that 
bounce around to a lot of different teams, high level players that bounce around to a lot of different teams, even in the MLB, you know, you see it with the, with the high level talent signing deals with, with different teams. But when a player stays with one team and has the longevity with one or two coaches like Michael did uh, between, I forget who the first coach he had and then, and then Phil Jackson, um, when they're with the one team, it makes the storyline more streamlined, I think, than they would otherwise. For sure. So I'm interested to see kind of what they do. Because, yeah, you're right. ESPN did a great job with this. For as much shit as they get for their coverage of sports on a regular basis and their talk shows and stuff, one thing they always hit out of the park is these longer, you know, 30 for 30 type series, ESPN films. And so now that they had this one with Michael and they have a few others in the pipeline, mentioned the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire documentary come out in June. Uh, they're they're always on point with their long form storytelling, and it's going to be kind of interesting to see if they now kind of use this and and repeat the model. Not repeat it in a sense though, because it's going to be kind of hard to make a series, a doc series, as good as this one with Michael Jordan, who's arguably arguably not only the greatest basketball player of all time, but in the conversation for the greatest athlete of all time too. So yeah. it should be interesting. They had you know they had a really good last two months. ESPN, I will say, for not having any sports. The NFL draft went over very, very well. The whole, you know, only being from home thing really worked out for them, actually. They made it really cool. And then the Michael uh, documentary, and now they're looking at, obviously, putting out the one with McGuire and Sosa, which will be awesome, especially for us, you know, being able to grow up and see Mark McGuire. So, yeah, they, they did a good could- job, man. The documentary, again, I think the docu-series stuff, as much as I hated after watching, like, a really good episode of The Last Dance, as much as I hated not being able to watch the next part because I'm so used to binging eight hours of Netflix shows that are already sure. fully there. I kind of liked the fact that I had to wait and I had to look yeah. forward to Sunday night. It was kind of an old fashioned type of thing where it wasn't released anywhere else. You had to wait the full week like you did in the old days where you had to wait each week for a cliffhanger. This is different though. It's kind of funny how some people apparently saw what happened and I guess you can call it a spoiler because technically there was behind the scenes stuff but it's like dude it's not a spoiler if it's already happened like it's, right you can't, you can't say they spoiled exactly. it when it's sports history that's that's, that's why it's i don't really mind talking about this i haven't seen the last two episodes yet um it's they focus a lot on steve kerr uh which is really mm-hmm. cool you learn about his past um it's crazy i didn't know about a lot of it about uh his family and stuff uh yeah, you find out where he started and how he really wasn't like touted to go to college he got like a random late opportunity to play at Arizona, and then he barely made it into the NBA. Like it's pretty crazy. Like you think Steve Kerr, like oh, he was part of that Bulls, those two Bulls teams, like at the end of his mm-hmm. career that won two championships, and uh, and he he was at a point where he didn't think he'd even get to play. You know right. what I mean? Like at all. So it's pretty wild. And it's interesting to see too because ESPN's pretty much made it through the gauntlet now. I mean, we're to that. We're almost to the point in in this you know, getting into the summer where the only sport left is baseball anyways. And so it's like they made it through, you know, obviously the, the NHL, NBA not having their playoffs yet and still determining what they're going to do with finishing out their seasons. But, I mean, UFC's back, PGA Tour's returning, NASCAR came back yesterday as well. So so there's some starting to be some sports that have returned to kind of get through those, those summer months, obviously not in the capacity that, with fans necessarily, but sports in general coming back, baseball still in a stalemate between players union and MLB in regards to money. And I haven't really heard anything about the NHL. I think NBA is 
decision coming within the next three to four weeks on what they are going to do. That sounds like good it, for them. It, it yeah, doesn't seem like there's any movement. The, the NBA is the one league. I feel like there has not been any movement at all as far as coming back. There, there was and players association met last week, Chris Paul and the players association, okay. they got together and, and they, they, they are players want to come back. So I think they good. might, okay. I think, well, I think they may return NHL. I have not heard anything from, although they said late July was a, a, a last minute or a final date that they at the latest that they would be back. So yeah. I think I Probably think starting they're playoffs trying, right away. Yeah, I think they're trying to come back if, if they can, but I haven't heard anything lately. And then obviously the NFL is uh, on schedule. They're like nothing's of, changed. Of, they're like, oh, now. yeah, no yeah. Deal. I mean, you know, I saw I saw Enos was trying to get five hundred million more dollars for the for the stadium. How wonderful for, is for, that for SoFi? Man. Oh god! And the league owners have to vote on it. So I I'm feel sure so sorry. I'm sure for, they'll prove it. I feel so sorry for the people that you know need jobs that we're gonna start working there this year. But that is a right. fu- it, I, you can't help but smile a little bit when you hear that Stan is struggling and needs to go back into the pockets of the NFL, and they're just – it's a man. fucking dumpster fire over there. Did you see, did you thing, see what the estimate was? The money pit. They estimated it at like $2 billion, and now it's between 5 and $7 billion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was at 5 and now I think it's going up now that he has to ask for more money. I'm just like – Almost three you, times the original need, estimate. Unbelievable. How, you like not, how, do you, how are you so far off in your budget for that? I, I just I don't understand. What he's an but idiot. now you know the league has so much invested into it with NFL headquarters moving there and all the other stuff that they're going to be doing beyond just being the facilities for the Chargers and the Rams that they almost have to just keep dumping all their money into it just to get it done because it's you know they they already have lost money on it so and I mean I'm sure they'll make their money back I'm sure it'll be a lovely stadium once the thing is built looks cool and all that jazz whatever but it's just like how do you lose. Or how do you misjudge, mis misbudget that much for a stadium? I yeah. mean, come on. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. It's funny, though. I mean, it's it's awesome. Oh, it is. For yeah, everything is. that happened to St. Louis and that whole transaction, if you want to call it that, uh, when I guess Kroenke te- technically just stole the Rams, you know, in the middle of the night and just said, hey, we're going to Los Angeles. Here we go. See you later. St. Louis sucks. And then just kind of, you know, kicked our ass while he walked out the door. You know, yeah. it seemed like we were the losing end of it, and now you got litigation going on. You got the court stuff. You got everything with his fucking stadium almost three times the amount they said it would be, and that's that's billions with a B, by the way. I mean, the NFL's pissed, and not only that, you know they're not going to fill that fucking stadium. It's just great. I mean, it's it's they have to be pissed with everything going yeah. on. Kroenke's getting a little worried. I think. Yeah, I mean, pissed. they still get last laugh. Like they they. For all the money that they have Do to they, spend in litigation, I, that they'll like, they still have the football <laughs> team, and they'll still make the millions of dollars off of the stadium and off the football team. I guess when you have a, a an asshole who doesn't give a fuck about anything else yeah. besides money, I guess that yeah, he doesn't have a heart. He doesn't. Uh, I mean, care, I mean, at, to at, me, at, it's at a the win. end of the day, at the end of the day, like St. Louis fans will, will be pissed off about it and laugh and say, "Oh, yeah, Kroenke's miserable." Kroenke's not miserable. Kroenke has millions and billions of dollars. Like he is fine. He does. He is not batting an eyelash. I forgot he has he no does. heart. He enjoys just the money part. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. just again. He. It's not that he doesn't have any heart. He just likes money, and it's just. He's just laughing. He's just laughing his way to the bank, which is 
like frustrating to see, but at the same time, again, if money's the only thing you want, congratulations. Like, okay, that's great. Like, don't worry about anything else. But uh, you know, they're going to lose a ton of money on that. They're they're not going to fill the place. And they're already they're not, overestimated. They're, they're probably I mean, going to be last in their division, honestly, too. When you when you think about oh, it. Oh, and mean, the fact that the Patriots beat them a couple years ago is just the icing on the cake. I mean, if they yeah. would have won the Super Bowl, I'd be it would suck right now. But they're not, they oh, that totally. was their one shot for a while. Now yep. they traded Gurley, and you know it, their guys are aging. Like it's locked just, into some big contracts with yeah. their quarterback, and <laughs> they went for it on the defensive side when they got they had to trade Peters away. And they were trying to, you know, Sue at one point. You had, um, I, I mean, you just had Aaron they Donald, had so all these many, guys. Like, big, you know? big time players. It's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Your thoughts are welcome on the last dance on Nick's move to Reno or uh, on the Rams. 314-877-8597. It's our voicemail inbox line. Always open for you to get involved. You can always text us there as well. And we'll uh, read your text on the next show. So again, once again, if you're just now joining at the end of the show, Nick is moving to Reno, Nevada uh, in August. So we uh, we're excited about it. Nick's getting op- an opportunity with uh, a gambling startup. Uh, it's actually one guy that, if you listened to the show a couple weeks ago, was just on uh, Trent Adia, the CEO of Book It Sports, has uh, decided to get Nick on for four months for sure. And I, I'd expect way longer than that. Um, but the big news was Nick is moving from St. Louis and uh, the show will not stop. The show will go on. We will continue. The show bruise, will go on. But uh, got to make a little couple changes. So no big deal. All good. All right. Nick, anything else? That'll do it for today's show. Be sure to go over to bruisingthebalcony.com slash store. Put yourself a nice little t-shirt if you haven't already. And yeah, we'll see you on Wednesday for bras. All right. See you guys. Bye, Netherlands. Bras on balcony. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's episode of Brews on the Balcony. Be sure, if you haven't already, to go tell two friends about Brews on the Balcony and leave a five-star review over there on iTunes. That helps our ratings, helps the podcast grow, and uh, helps us out a lot. And if you haven't done so already, go over to BrewsOnTheBalcony.com. Check out all our great content that we've been putting out, articles, uh, merch store getting updated. And uh, we'll see you on Wednesday for Bras.